It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, well, you know, I always say we're going to have a different program today, <laughs> and uh, and this this time it's it's no different. <laughs> so, Rich. Uh, uh, this is going to be a good program, isn't it? It is. I think our listeners are really going to love it and benefit from it. There are so many people right now that are in dismay. They're in a, a position of sorrow, uh, bewilderment, and um, and it's not new, but it seems to be all around us right now, doesn't it? Yes. So I tell you what, there is a listener that called in. And she is a widow. She lost her husband. And I want our audience to hear that right now. I just want to say thank you for your messages. I have enjoyed them so much. I lost my husband this year, and it's just encouraged me. So I have told so many of my friends about all the messages that the preachers have given. And I love them all. I, I just try to say which one I love the best. And yeah. every time I hear one, I love him. I love yeah. him. So I just want to tell you, thank you. God bless you, and God bless your ministry. Well, dear lady, um, this program is going to be a blessing to you as it is for the rest of us. Rich, when did we first meet Bob and Miriam Neff from Moody in Chicago? Well, it was through the National Religious Broadcasters, but it must have been way back in the 1970s. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Uh, Bob Neff is the one that was an inventor. He was a visionary. He was a pioneer of so many things that bless Christian radio for the last many, many years. Uh, But I was talking to Miriam Neff the other day, and I thought, wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. What an inspiration uh, for people in our audience, our Bot Radio Network family, to hear her testimony and how God has used her and all of the things that she has just kept moving on um, and climbing the hill. Uh, So let's do that now. And Miriam, are you on the line? I am here, and I am so thrilled. I count you two brothers in Christ as such special friends. I appreciate you. And you're right, I've gone through quite a few transitions, widowhood being one. But I'm so glad you mentioned my dear husband, because... He doesn't have anything in his name. He doesn't have any accolades. But God actually blessed a lot of people through his vision with broadcasting. You see, he's the one. uh, Satellite radio and uh, uh, satellite was in the sky a long time. But it was Bob Neff who realized that the satellite could also be used to help Christian radio, to help Christian ministries. Uh, and use spread it. the gospel. And, yeah. Well, Rich, uh, that's a very important uh, part of Bot Radio Network, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. Uh, and Christian radio has often been on the forefront of adopting new technologies to use it to advance the gospel, to advance the kingdom of God. And that's what Bob Neff did when it came to using satellite for propagating the gospel. And, you know, Miriam, I think in those early days— Weren't you a counselor at a school? Weren't you a a school counselor helping teenagers get their life straightened out and move ahead? 
we had very different workplace experiences. Bob went down to Moody Broadcasting, well, Moody Bible Institute, and he worked with a lot of wonderful, amazing, committed believers with different visions. You know, there's a school and there's radio and a lot of other things Moody did. I got my degrees in Big Ten universities and became a professional counselor in public high schools. I went to public high schools where every part of a community comes together in the in the public high school. Kids who are stressed, kids who are on drugs, uh, families going through divorce, uh, suicide, all those kinds of things. We would come home to the dinner table, and I believe that he benefited from my world. And, oh, my word, did I ever benefit from being his wife. So it was kind of a unique combo. But he he was also very persistent with this satellite that you mentioned that wasn't being used for Christian broadcasting when he knew it could happen. And we honor what bricks and mortar is great, but it's expensive. And there's not bricks and mortar in every little nook and cranny of Montana. So he knew that could happen, and he persisted with FCC. And both of you gentlemen know that until the rulemaking was right. Moody Broadcasting marched through first, and then a host of other Christian networks. And I'm, yeah. I just praise God for his persistence. I wanted our Bot Radio Network family to realize, you know, there are people that perhaps you haven't heard of, but they also are part of what makes things happen in the cause of Christ. Because that's what is really important, isn't it, Miriam? For the cause of Christ, do we um, play out the role that God gives us to do? Well, and as your listeners know, they turn on a radio in a vehicle, or they listen on their phone, and it may be some unusual time of night. I mean, we used to get our teaching typically in a in a church building, and now we realize that great needs are out there in places they're they're not necessarily a place where a person could go, but they need to be they need to have access to that that uh, teaching of maybe a pastor that you're airing or a one minute feature like you graciously allowed mine to be on on your air. And I see God using those things. And to you too, Mister Bot gentlemen, you will never know what has resulted to God's glory until you're in heaven. And then we're so busy looking at Jesus, we won't care. (laughs) That's right. It it goes where you can't go, and people get it in different means, you know, podcasts in so many different ways. Now, technology can bless the Lord. Yeah. Now, tell me uh, about Widow Connection, because after Bob died, there was a period of time And then you got an idea. Tell us about that. Well, we had a plan for our life, and I had traveled with him to maybe 40 countries or so where he was trying to help fledgling broadcasters, Christian broadcasters, and all over over the globe. And I was going to retire from my position and continue to travel with him and do some teaching at a university near here. We had the plan all in place. And then Lou Gehrig's disease became the vehicle that was his vehicle to heaven, and in a three-year time frame, he had exited this planet, and it was a terrible disease, but blessing came to many people through watching him go through it. And my retirement date coincided practically with his date to enter heaven. 
I had no interest in teaching in the university. I had no interest in anything. And some of the folks listening who've gone through a big loss, and it might have been death of a child or a divorce or a implosion financially, they think, I, I don't care anymore. I get that. But the really amazing thing, Psalm 139, 13 to 16 says, each of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. And the plan for our life was in place when, before we were born. So you can't say this happened so I don't know, I no longer have a plan for my life that's God honoring. It can't happen because scripture says we do. And I was within that first year, and I know the night that God tapped me on the shoulder, I was looking for biblical help for me as a widow. What Friendship Network shrunk 75%, friends, it just was such a time of transition. And I wanted biblical foundation regarding widows, couldn't find it. So then God kind of taps you on the shoulder and says, okay, what are you going to do about it? And that's when the vision began, and my daughter wisely said, Mom, don't go to an organization and try to be an arm of what they're doing, the church or whatever churches are supposed to help us. Start something yourself, and we set up widowconnection.com, and I did a website with stuff about emotions, because that's my uh, profession, uh, grief, depression, um, the changes we go through, finances. Website was a very practical, informative way to start, available 24-7. You can go online at midnight and go to widowconnection.com and get reassurance. But then it began to grow, and I'm telling you, I'm smiling because God's blessing is just beyond imagination, because then we began to write books and do DVDs that could be taught in other churches or libraries or wherever, And I couldn't forget these poor young widows in Africa. I Mm -hmm. could not forget them. And the international arm began. And, you know, I have to say, I have an incredibly joyful, blessed life, and everyone can. I'm not saying when you go through this, you feel it at the moment, but it is there for you because God says so. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Uh, It is because God says so. (laughs) There's no more discussion, is there? <laughs> uh, and you mentioned Africa. You mentioned, you see, you're not contained, are you? Any place on the globe uh, where people exist, the Lord died for them. And uh, so anyway, God gave you a burden for the widows here in the United States as well as other countries. And uh, and you mentioned the website. Can somebody listening right now to this broadcast go to that website and see what it all contains. They can. And if they click on global, they'll see our pictures from these different I haven't slowed down to count how many projects we've done yet, but I don't I don't have time to count projects right now, but <laughs> we have the reports on the website. But here's another way Bob showed me a model that worked. I traveled with him. He didn't transport Moody Broadcasting to Romania to Russia, to the different places. He came in and found the people on the ground who are already broadcasting and said, what do you need? In other words, he assisted them to be successful right where they are, not be dependent on us. And I use that model. We have a partner on the ground. We identify the young widows, and typically they're poor and they're mistreated more than here. 
And we train them with a skill. Most of them are tailoring because that is a way they can make money even in a poor village. And when they get through the six- to nine-month training program, we give them a machine, and we go away. They're not dependent on us. They have a skill that we don't pay them to come to class. They have to want to learn. And then they can make school uniforms and sell them. They do so many different things. But it's it's like the teach-a-person-to-fish idea. And for everyone that has maybe projects where you make cloth bags in Africa, bring them back and sell them, I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying my plan was to come in and come alongside them and not create dependency on me. And uh, it's hard. I'm not. It, it sounds simple. It, it's hard to do it. But I'm telling you, there's such joy when they have a graduation, and a lot of times dancing is a part of that, which I have not been trained to do. (laughs) There's such joy in seeing them wearing what they've created, and their children, uh, they want a picture taken of them with their children and their sewing machine. How many many books have you written? Well, 11 are already published. The 12th will be coming out next March, but it's a book I've written with my daughter about money. Um, Again, God keeps growing things, and I'm thinking, I didn't have that in mind. And it's like, we had so much fun. And you both know Valerie. Yes, Uh, yes. She's a a lawyer and a CFP, and this book is going to bless a whole lot of women. It's called Wise Women Managing Money, but we'll allow men to read it, too. Hmm. Tell me about your uh, working with Valerie, because Valerie <clears throat> uh, Valerie now is working with her mother to advance, to advance the vision uh, that you started, and she's carrying it on. Well, she had a, a calling, a different kind of calling to become a lawyer and went to law school and, and took that route. And I would tell you, uh, I may be a words guy. She's a numbers lady, but she also <laughs> has her, she has her dad's negotiation skills. She's soft-spoken, very direct, bear trap mind. I mean, uh, bear trap in a good sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but also she has such a burden for generosity for God's kingdom and helping in that way, and she's traveled with me to a lot of places. So this book is about the fact that now women oversee 51% of the wealth in the United States, and most women are single, and women make most of the purchasing decisions. Women need to be well-grounded in financial, biblical literacy. And I knew that from the widows that were coming to us for more instruction regarding getting their finances in order. So you might say it's a unique blend, but in God's eyes, he had this plan before Val was born Mm -hmm. and before I was born. That's why I can tell your listeners, God has a good plan for you today. Miriam, can you give us the name of that book again and, and tell us where our listeners can get a copy? Well, it, it, we've turned it in. It won't be out until March of next year. Oh. But I can, tell, I can tell you this. On the website, we already have an abbreviated video series. And the name of it, again, is Wise Women Managing Money. And the, and, and the um, website? WidowConnection.com. 
Widowconnection.com. No, I think it's plural, Rich. Widowsconnection.com. No, no, oh. no, no S. No, no S. S. All right. Widowconnection. Widowconnection.com. Yeah, and, when, and then when, videos. Go ahead. No, but no, go ahead. The video is there too, and everything. That's what I was going to say. When when the people do that, everything is there. Yes, and the good thing that happened from that, Val and I saw the need and did these very five-minute short 26 videos on all these important topics. Moody Press came to us and said that needs to be a book because then we could write more and get into more detail. So if people look at those videos now and say, that's just a taste, I want more, the book will be coming out, and uh, we're... Again, when Moody Press comes and says that needs to be a book, that wasn't our idea. We saw the need, and we can address it. Val is very articulate, but sometimes we're kind of funny, too. We can, we can <laughs> uh, laughter is good as well. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, absolutely, laughter is good. If you can't laugh and all you do is cry, uh, that, that, that wears you down, doesn't it? It does. And I'll tell you one funny little story about the video series. We were talking about when God, when Jesus blessed the thousands and took a little boy's lunch and, you know, every, you know, 4,000 men were fed, one story and so on and so forth. And then they picked up all those leftovers. We were on the video series. One of us said to the other, God could have called down lobster and bacon from heaven and fed everybody. Well, we didn't cut that out of the series and then so my son-in-law is looking at it and he said mom jewish people didn't eat bacon or shellfish what are you doing here <laughs> oh my you gotta laugh <laughs> all right our guest on this chapter of the complete story is miriam neff n-e-f-f and she is going through her life She's walking the path that God prepared for her to do. And when she lost her husband, what sorrow. He was a good man, and I knew him. And we benefited from everything he did. But on the other hand, Miriam, now look at folks, uh, wherever you are, whatever your need is, Miriam, I hear you say over and over again that find a need and fill it. One way or the other, you're looking to help people, to help people, to find people who need help. And God has given you then uh, the desire as well as the opportunity to do so. Speak to that thought. Well, one of the important things there is, I think, be willing and start small and be content to be small. And if I had looked around and thought of what wonderful organizations are doing for orphans and all of that, I might have been discouraged and said, it's just me, and I have a very good board and a few independent contractors. But you know what? Small has always been important to God. So don't think you have to have something huge or, you know, a great flash on Vimeo, although our stuff is on there now, too. But um, it's okay to just do that one thing. And I think then God sees, okay, mm -hmm. he, she is willing to put her foot in the river, mm -hmm. willing to put her foot in the water, willing to do that. 
And then he comes along, the Lord comes along and says, okay, now the next thing is this. So just be faithful in that little thing. And I am thankful to be a small organization that's okay for us to always be small. Hmm. But we're doing what we're called to do. And little is much when God is in it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, You know, I'm going to... uh, I have used this song on on this broadcast several times, but it really rings a bell in my heart. Uh, I want to I want our listeners to enjoy it right now, and then we'll be right back. Listen to this, folks. If you don't have a dream, how can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream. Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream The chance you will lose God wants to bless People just like you If you don't have a dream There's only one thing to do Put your faith in Jesus Your life He'll redeem If you don't have a dream Jesus, your best, and reach for the stars. If you don't have a dream, life will pass you by. The things God can do, you will be surprised. He loved you so much. On a cross he gave his life Make today be a day That counts for eternity If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream How can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a Did that bless your heart like it did mine? <laughs> oh, my eyes are leaking. <laughs> All right. Is is your daughter Valerie by any chance nearby? 
she is not. She's at work right now. She has a couple of other hats she wears. But I'll tell you, you would love having a conversation with her. She would <laughs> love it. Well, well, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, Miriam, give us the name of the book that's coming out in March again and the website. Okay, the name of the book is Wise Women Managing Money, Expert Advice on Debt, Wealth, Budgeting, and More. And that's... And I'll repeat that. I'll repeat it. Wise Women Managing Money, Expert Advice on Debt, Wealth, Budgeting, and More. It's coming out in March with Moody Press. And the ministry now that the Lord has given you with Widow Connection is international. And the needs that women, especially widows, uh, are feeling is really the same around the world, isn't it? It is. Provision, they love their children. Sometimes they have to put them in orphanages. They can't afford to feed them. That's the kind of thing that we address. And in Albania, we were able to do a baking project because the women were near the big hotels of Tirana. So it's seeing coming alongside them, and everyone in any class that we have knows that God loved this one woman who's a widow. Hmm. And therefore, God is using this to bring to them a source of livelihood, and they get biblical teaching. People in the class may be from different faiths or no faith. That's not the point. They end up carrying each other's babies on their back, and they know that God loves them. Some have become believers through that. Wow. Well, if someone listening right now should want to help you in a financial way, how would they do that? On the website, there are several different ways that you can give. And now I have to say my techie son who does the website could explain <laughs> this in detail. I know you can click on a button and put in an amount. I know that. And I, I don't have fundraisers, but people do see that it's unique and it's very direct. Some machines cost $125, some of them cost 200 depending on if it's a landlocked country. I mean, I know the numbers, but I'm not the technical person <laughs> here. But they can give through the, the website, or it also has an address, a, a post office box they can send checks to. And we are blessed uh, when people come along and partner with us. Well, uh, Miriam, I know the Bot Radio Network family. That's what we call our audience. We're a family. Uh, they've been blessed um, by your testimony and how God has used you. Thank you for being our guest today. This is Dick Bott, this chapter of The Complete Story, as a public service, and I'll see you later. <laughs>